has the theme Nakuda that we find throughout Venus, especially from the Kalia. Almost all of the keenness are a protest, are protesting the contrast between what Hashem said in the Torah would be the contrast between what Hashem described in Tanakh his love for us his caring for us and so on the contrast between all of that and the Metzius of, of Jewish history the Metzius of, of our history the Metzius of our lives But all of this protesting, truly the keenness are a big machah. All of this protesting, offsetting the rochus of the Torah with the events that took place by Srishan, by Shaini, then later on, the keenness of the communities, the Kehilas HaKadosh. All of that rage and anger and protest, of course, is coming from our love of Hashem and our belief in Hashem. That means that you have said, even though Hashem is killing me, even though Hashem is is killing me, it's a bit sad. Even though Hashem is killing me, I will trust in him. Lo ayachel, and I will have hope in him. Lo ayachel. Ach drachai elpanam oichiyam. But I will argue my ways before him. I have what to say. First, Eiv says, no matter what, whatever you do to me, I love you, I believe in you, and I have hope in you. That it's not going to stop me from arguing and from protesting. I'm trying to understand so all of this is not screaming in defiance. But you said. All of Kinas is one big, but you said. Parents have heard children say, but you said. But you said. But you said. So then why? But it's not defiance and not Khalila claiming that any of this is unjust but a child who trusts his father and who loves his father is allowed to 
was allowed to pour his heart out to his father about how much it's hurting. Now, our ability to do that goes back a long way. The Aziz, the chutzpah that we have, to be mashlech, dvarim, klapei shamayim, to throw these things to Hashem, to argue our ways, and to defend ourselves, and to protest the suffering. That already, of course, our Ramavino and Stam. But the Shayrish Hapnim is Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, by the end of Pasha's Shmois, Moshe Rabbeinu has had it. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Loma Hariyoi Salam Hazem. Loma Hariyoi Salam Hazem. I'm this thing you sent me to bring them a Besuratayva to tell them good news. You sent me to tell them that Yadat is Machayva. I know. I know your pain. Shamati. Reisi. You sent me to tell them that that the bad stuff is ending and the good stuff is going to begin. That's why you sent me. So Kaidim Moshe feels like a complete failure. But he has no ego. But he protests. Loma Hariyoi Salam Hazah. Loma Zeshlachtan. Loma Zeshlachtan? Like, why, what, what was the tachlis over here? Why did you send me? Umeyaz Bosi Al Paro Ladava Bishmacha. Since you sent me the power to speak in your name, on your behalf, it's gotten worse for, the, for everybody. You haven't saved them. Everything is worse since you sent me. That's the Shirish, really, of all of these. Lama Hari Ayasalam has a. So the Medrash says an amazing thing. Once on Shabbos, I spoke a little bit about this Medrash. The Medrash says an amazing thing. It says Rabbi Akiva. That's itself a very big Indian. If you learn this from Rabbi Saldik and Elif Saldik, and you know. And if you learn the Gemara, so the Akiva, Moshe Ben Yisrael Shabbosav, the Akiva Yisrael Shabbosav, Moshe Ben defended us then, and the Akiva defends us now. Yedea ani yishata osad lahat silam. So the Akiva and the Medrash over there in Shmais, the Akiva is explaining. Is, is explaining Moshe Rabbeinu. And Rabbi Kiva puts these words into Moshe Rabbeinu's mouth. And Rabbi Kiva knew these words. 
Nebukiva said, Yedeya, that Moshe Benu was saying to Hashem, Yedeya ani sha'at ha'osud lahatzilam. Yedeya ani sha'at ha'osud lahatzilam means that I know, that Moshe Benu was saying that I know that the story is going to have a happy ending. I know that it's going to be, in the end it's going to be good. Yedeya ani sha'at ha'osud lahatzilam. I know you're going to, in the end you'll pull him out. You know, the bottom of the ninth, I know you're going to come take him out. That this is the this sentence. my was saying this. I know that in the end it's going to be good. Just like we know. And we believe in million percent, every single one of us, or else we wouldn't be doing this. We know that in the end it's going to be good. And we know that after Chazan comes Nachamu. And we know that in the end it's going to be, Hashem is going to take us out. But if Yekiva says to Moshe Rabbeinu, In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu says, I have a very good kasha for you. Moshe Rabbeinu is a big London. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, I have a kasha. And the kasha is, I know that in the end the story is going to have a good ending. But what are you going to do? Don't you care about those who are in the Sunum Tachas That means, don't you care about the babies? The children were crushed and were mixed into the mortar that was used to build these buildings that the Jews are being forced to build. In other words, what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, Rabbi Kiva is voicing this mecha, this protest, this question. The Moshe Benin knows that there's going to be a Pesach. And, it's, and he knows that everybody's going to have a Seder in the Korban Pesach, and it's going to be Valdek, and Manishtana, and Lai Lazar, and Chagadia. Moshe Benin knows it's going to be good. But Moshe Benin, I want to ask you something. What about the, what about, what about all the babies that were killed until, until the Seder? As part of your story, as part of this whole drama that's unfolding. Those who already were murdered, those who already were killed, those who are already tachas habinyan, who are not going to be at the side, who are under the buildings, who are under the pyramids. The blood of those children that Paro was going to, to, to bathe himself in. That blood. So this is Maishra Benyus Kasha. I think we agree that it's a strong Kasha. The keynote that we were just, the one that we just finished in Yuzayim. The whole kina, 90% of the kina is about children. 
and mothers having to cook the flesh of their own children. So this is the question of Maishra Rabbeinun, is the question throughout all generations. That in the end it's going to be good. What about those who were crushed under the building? So the Medrash says that when Moshe Rabbeinu said this, Moshe showed Biksha midas adin lefgava Moshe. The Moshe Rabbeinu spoke. The Moshe Rabbeinu spoke this way with such an answer, such a chutzpah, and he asked this kasha. So Moshe showed Biksha midas adin lefgava Moshe. The midas adin of Hashem was going to strike out at Moshe Rabbeinu. The midas adin. What stopped the Midas Adin? Kevin Shiroa Kadesh Baruch Hu Shabishvili Yisrael Huaymer. So Bikiva says, the Kevin Shiroa Kadesh Baruch Hu. Kadesh Baruch Hu saw. Shabishvili Yisrael Huaymer. Shabishvili Yisrael Huaymer that there wasn't an ounce of Maisha Rabbeinu. There wasn't an ounce of anything there of defiance. That every word that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying was Bishvil Yisrael Ho'ayna. It's because of his love of Am Yisrael. It's because he can't bear the suffering any longer. To see so many Jews who are dying Tachas Abinu. Kevin Shiroa Kadesh Baruch Hu Shabishvil Yisrael Ho'ayna Loipoga Midas Adin. So the Midas Adin was not Pegeya. So the one who is saying this is Rabbi Akiva. The one who over the centuries heard what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing. And of course Rabbi Akiva himself was the one whose home at Sias was His home at Sias was that he led the rebellion together with Bar Kokhba against Rome. And Yekiva lived through that time of the Churban. <coughs> so Yekiva is putting these words in Moshe Rabbeinu's mouth. But whether it's Moshe Rabbeinu or Yekiva, whether it's the Rebbe of Lushia and the Bedid Sheva, whether it's the Chavetz Chaim, or any one of us, who's saying... I will continue to believe no matter what happens. I'm going to put on film tomorrow morning after everything that I've been put through, I will put on film tomorrow morning. And I will continue to fight in this Indian that you have us fighting for. Whatever you want to call it. Of a soft, cold soft. 
Rabbi Kiva is saying, what do you want us to do with this? How do you want us to live with this Messias on and on another year of Hatzalah Yitzalta? And don't you understand, Rabbi Shalom, you do understand that each one of us has a feeling, like Moshe Rabbeinu of Lama Zashalachtan. Lama Zashalachtan. Like, why did you send me? Lama Zashalachtan. Especially those who are raised in difficult circumstances, hard families, or without families. It's a book I love so much. This book doesn't have a family. Mothers in Michigan, the father left them. Sadik of a book. Hatzel, at some point, you know, you start to wonder. You want to be good and you, and you try to continue, but you, you, you ask, out of the moon and not Kalila, you're not going to miss Mincha. Bench, you'll do whatever you have to do, but love is a shlachtan. So, why did you send me? Especially if I feel that I'm not able to do what you sent me because I don't have the kaiches to continue. Shibikiva was crying out, my Shavane was crying. You don't say those words, but not like Rabbi Kiva, we wouldn't dare talk that way. <coughs> but the Lamai said, it's still a good cash. And as I always say, by the Manishtan, the Tatem from Yatarits, you know, the Kasha is much better than the Tarots. Everybody that ever went to the Seder knows that the Kashas are much stronger than the Tarots. So there's a Tarot in the Eish Kaidish. Kashas are Kaidish. I'm assuming that most of you have learned the entire Eshkaidish, certainly parts of it. Of course, you all know that the entire Sefer is one Kina. It's the Kina. It's the Kina of the Holocaust. The Rebbe didn't survive to put together Kinas like we like we're going to see from Schwab and the Babahad, Shkarn The whole Eish Kaidish is a kina. And the whole Eish Kaidish is the Rebbe shaking his fist and screaming and yelling and crying. Kevin Shirak Adishbaruch Hushabishvili Yisrael Vo'ayma. The only difference is that the Midas Adin was not Pegayah and Moshe Rabbeinu, but the Midas Adin was Pegayah and Pisetzna. So in Pashat Zachaydish, 
she will know that the Rebbe was saying these tires, the time that the ghetto was falling apart, and everybody was killed, and his whole family was murdered. So in Pashat Zacharidish, the Rebbe talks about Moshe Rabbeinu trying to get out of the Shlichus. Do me a favor, send somebody else. And then he brings to his holy father, the Imre Lamelech, Suskelein. For the rabbis, you know, only knew him as a little boy. His father died when he was a little boy. Yet we have many Torahs that are not even printed in Rabbi Lamelech's form that he's asked to remember Torahs when he was five years old, six years old. But this is printed in the Imre Lamelech. Still a wonder to me why these farms haven't been printed over properly in the Bukovic way. Maybe some of the Chabi here will take care of that. So the Rebbe brings from Yimrael Melech on the posting of Matitzak Eli by Chris Yamsu, Matitzak Eli, the Abbey of So I'll, I'll do it in the English translation already. We learn in, in the holy book in Yimei from my father. When Hashem says to Moshe, why are you crying out to me? Dabel B'nei Yisrael, speak to B'nei Yisrael. B'nei Yisrael, let them start moving. So the Rebbe's father taught that the Creator, blessed be He, also cares more for the honor of the Jewish people than for His own honor. This is so because he does not forgive anyone who impugns the honor of his people. In other words, Hashem Baruch says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Matitzak Eilai, which means the Indian is not about me. <clears throat> and don't scream and don't cry, not only to me, but regarding me. This is so the Rabbi Elmelech said because this is because he Hashem does not forgive anyone who impugns the honor of his people, the children of Israel. When our teacher Moshe prayed to Hashem, prayed to Baruch to save the Jewish people for the sake of heaven's honor, Hashem said to him, Why are you crying out to me? Meaning, why are you crying out for me? <laughs> On my behalf, rather Dabrel Bnei Yisrael, pray on Davin on their behalf, because I care much more for the honor of my people, Bnei Yisrael, and I will certainly help them in all their troubles. 
And this is how the Rebbe explains, the Pizetzne explains. Me'oz bosi alparo ledaber b'shmecha. The me'oz bosi alparo ledaber b'shmecha. That Moshe Benu understood, he realized that what was missing was that he was screaming and crying for the covenant of Hashem. The Dabba You sent me into the world to work for you. And then you sent me to Mitzrayim, the Dabba to speak on your behalf. And he uses this Torah from his father to explain <clears throat> that Hashem revealed to him that that is not what's going to bring the Gula. When you speak to me, Hashem says about my covenant and about my plans. That is not going to bring the issue. Me'oz bosi that Moshe Ben was saying that because I was speaking always on your behalf, and I was thinking every moment about you, Hashem. But now the Moshe Ben says, Now Hashem's book says, Good, good, good. Now you're talking. Let me hear. What do you have to say? Since I came to speak in your name, it didn't work. All I'm thinking about is your name, your name. It's a hush of a thing. So the Rebbe brings to his father, Matitzak Eli. Stop talking to me about me. Because Hashem says, I care more for the honor of my people than I care for my own honor. And I will certainly help them in all their troubles. And the Rebbe continues. Listen to this. This may be the reason why the Malach Michal, as the Gemara says in Chagiga, that the angel Michal offers Jewish souls on the Mizbeach in Shammai, on the heavenly altar before Kaddish Baruch. The Gemara says the Michal, the Malach Michal, which is the side of Chesed, that the Malach Michal brings Neshamas of Am Yisrael onto the Mizbeach. Taisus talks about over there, it's in Yud Beis, Mechagiga. So the Rebbe asked, why is it specifically the Malach Michal who offers up the sacrifice? What's this? What is this Mizbeach and the Karbonus of the Shamas that I've brought, Michal brings on the, on the carbon on the Mizbeach and Shammai? So the Rebbe says, Michal is the defender and advocate of the Jewish people. Michal and Shemayim is what the Vedic was on earth. 
Michal is the Malach HaMelech, is the defender and the advocate of the Jewish people, as it says in the book of Daniel. And therefore, with every act of sacrifice, with every carbon that he brings, he champions the cause of the Jewish people, saying what? Master of the universe, like Rabbi Kiva said, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Michal brings these neshamas on the Mizbeach and Shemayim, and says, Master of the universe, Rabbi Shlaylam, even if you can bear your own pain, because you have this big Indian in the universe, and with Am Yisrael, and you have this whole big master plan, so even if you could bear your own pain and look patiently upon the desecration of your honor, even if you're so patient to watch the Chil Hashem, the desecration of your honor. My daughter showed me Arab Shabbos, a video, and it might seem like it's a clinicite, but, but I'm screaming from this. That there was some kind of a wrestling match, or a judo match, I know by the time I say these things, everybody already saw it ten times. <laughs> there was some kind of a thing between Ayid and Israeli, Sasson, his name is. Ran, I think, I don't remember. Sasson, a big holy Jew. And he had a match that they put him up with a mitzvah. With a miserable mitzvah. With an Egyptian. Raise your hand if you saw this. Right? You know what I'm talking about. So they, there was a, a thing, and I believe the embassy was on the sea. I don't know if he's shot him. This is not his name. His name is Sasson. He for sure makes Kiddush Friday night. 100%. <laughs> if his name would be uh, Goldstein Sasson. But if his name is Sasson, he's making Kiddush. <laughs> I saw in this video like like Vyavik Ishima Mamish. Vyavik Ishima. And it broke my heart. And I'm crying since that, since I saw it. That it's already be Aloy So this he this Sasam, he creams the the, the mitzvah, right? Mamish creams him. He slams him down, and the mitzvah was a big fat mitzvah. <laughs> big big fat mitzvah. And Sasam slams him down, and that's it. The shayfa the. I don't know how it works with that sport. I, I only watched like regular American wrestling, which was all rigged. I don't know how it works. <laughs> and, and that's it. And I saw I saw him slam down the midstream. And, and I was in Yitzchakim. I was in Yitzchakim families. And then they stand up. The winner and the loser. The yid in the midstream. And, and as a gentleman, as a yid, and according to the protocol, I'm, so, I'm sure that's the protocol of these sporting things, these events, the yid goes over and he, you saw this, he walks over and he reaches his hand down to the mitzvah. And the mitzvah turns, turns away. In front of thousands of people, the mitzvah 
the Jew puts his hand out and and the and the mitzvah turns away and everybody starts to boo the old booing in the crowd and the Yid and the Yid just in a very very way, just put his hand like this he saw he went like this and he took some steps away and he walked away so I had so many emotions when I saw that first there was the pride of the Nitzach then there was the feeling that you, that I just saw with my, with my own eyes this is exactly what the world doesn't understand that we have the we have the ability of Hashem now and touch to slam them all down to the ground. We have the ability to blow every single miserable one of them out of Azah and of Yushalayim. And to blow up the whole stinking mosque on the Harabais. The whole thing is finished. It'll take less time than it took in the six day war with the Mitzrayim, if you remember. But instead, even though we're victorious and we win, the world doesn't accept that. We offer our hand. We reach out and, to make shalom. Shalom. And the goy in the mitzvah turns away. also of Kovach Shammai I wanted the mystery to just drop dead over there in that place Kovach Shammai on your people Vizionis for your people all the time so the Malach Michal the Rebbe says he brings neshamis, Yiddish and neshamis, on the Mizbech and Shemaim, and he says to Hashem, even if you can bear your own pain and look patiently upon the desecration of your Am. So that event came and it went, and there was no bolt of lightning that came down to, to kill the Egyptian. Which is a desecration. There was a Kiddush Hashem that he did that with. But the Mitzis is a Mitzis that we're in of Chil Hashem. So even if you can look patiently upon the desecration of your honor, the Rebbe writes, how can you bear the pain of your children for so long? The children under the building. How can you bear with patience the desecration of the honor of the Jewish people? So you have infinite patience. You're an Erech You have infinite patience. But that's for your own covenant. But you told us that you care more for our covenant than your covenant. 
So the Rebbe is crying. How can you, he's explaining what the Malachim Michal is doing, how can you bear with patience the desecration of the honor of the Jewish people? After all, you care more about the honor of your children than your own honor. This is why, this is why Michal offers Jewish souls upon the altar before Kaddish Baruch Listen to this. Michal is bringing the Shabbos on the Mizbech and Shammai. As though to say, please have pity on these. Then the Rebbe says, and try to imagine, in Warsaw, 1940, Parshish Achayimus, The Rebbe says, most particularly, he pleads for those souls that departed the world in great pain and suffering. First of all, eventually, what about the Jews that were killed and they didn't see the, the happy ending? What about them? What about them? Sometimes they're being in there. They didn't see. They didn't have a say there afterwards. It wasn't good. Hatzalit Salta. The Rebbe is saying that these neshamas that Michal is bringing on the Mizbech and Shemayim are the Jews who left with Akasha, the Jews who left with Emunah. Not that they didn't believe, but they didn't see the good ending. It didn't come to the, to the end. Tamalach Mahulam at Tishbochas. It didn't come to Basak Hashboroch Bishachalis Malach Amavis. My grandparents never saw the Malach Amavis being shafted. Maybe your grandparents or great grandparents. Never saw the Malachim of being shafted. The story ended for them when it was Vasa Hashoichet. Vasa Malachim of That never came to the part of Vasa Kedush Baruch of Shachat as Malachim of So the Malach Michal is in Shemaim is bringing these Nishamas who didn't see the ending. And the Rebbe says, he pleads for those souls that departed the world to, in great pain and suffering. <coughs> Jews who left the world worrying, what's going to be with my kid? Because they pulled the kid away. Now what's going to be with my kid? No, they're going to kill me. But what about my children? And then he says this. And then the Rebbe talks about those who are living. And he says, and not just those who are completely dead. So Michal brings on the Mizbech and Shemaim and the Nishamas of those who dead, who died, who were killed, whatever, <coughs> without hearing the end. But then the Rebbe says, and not just those who are completely dead, but parts of souls that have departed due to the pain of the Jewish people. Are offered, who also are, are also offered up. That means you and I, the Rebbe is saying, who are still officially alive. We're alive. We're still alive. They didn't get to this place yet. They didn't find us yet. They're hunting us. We hear them all over the place. They didn't get to us yet. But parts of us have died. Like when the Rebbe himself said, I've already been defeated. Do you remember what he said? But the Rebbe said, I've already been defeated. But Hashem is Baruch will make sure that Am Yisrael won't be defeated. I've already been defeated, the Rebbe said. This family was killed. I've already been defeated. 
So the Malach Michal, the Rebbe says, is bringing the Shamas of those who, were, who died and those who were killed. And the Mizbech Shemai to say to Hashem, No, Hatzilah Hitzalka, Nusru Tachas Adbinya. But also he brings the parts of souls that have departed due to the pain of the Jewish people are also offered up. Offering them to God and he says, please have pity on these. For how much strength and how many bits of the soul of Jewish people have died, even from those who are still living in this world due to their own pain and the pain of others. <clears throat> that we're not really alive anymore. We're alive, but we're Jews who are living Tachas Habinyan. You know, I was thinking about something else. My Echbus Lachar, Tachas with the pieces of the Neshamas with those who are still alive, but then the Shamas are already on the Mizbech and Shaman. A few kinas ago, we read in the Torah, it says, V'achaltem desar b'neichem. And in the last kip, in the last capital, in the last kina, about mothers and the children's flesh and fathers, eating the flesh of their children. So I don't have the nerve and have a nobody to say any of these words like Moshe Ben and Rabbi Kiva and the Pisetzna. But they gave us Rishus to talk this way. And it has to come from all of us in a place of real Ahavas Yisrael because that's what the Rebbe is teaching. That when it comes from real Ahavas Yisrael then the Midas Adin was not Pagaya and Hashem Ezbaruch said Oh, since I see that you're doing it, you're saying these things because of my children. So between us here in this basement of the shul, has there ever been a time where, there, where it's not our enemies who are consuming our flesh? Where every single, almost every single week, and sometimes it looks like every single day, we're reading in the newspaper, we're seeing uncles who are molesting their nieces, rabbis who are torturing their Talmudim. They don't have enough rehab places for our children. All of the rehab places out of town are already filled. And the parents of these children spending $50,000 a month because of the avul that was committed against them not by Mitzri and not by Egyptians by their own relatives by their own rebellion v'chaltem b'sar b'neichem that the fulfillment of this horrible nevuah, of this horrible klola we see before our eyes, that Jews are consuming the flesh 
of Jewish children. By the little boy Kletsky a few years ago when that happened, Lo Yumaki super that another Jew, or he was a deranged person, that he would cut up a little boy You see, Lady Kletsky was murdered in cold blood by a Jew he trusted. There was a yid, and he went with a yid. When I was a, when I was a little boy, my father taught me that if you, you when you're going on the bus, because we used to take the city bus, we used to go on the train in Jamaica, and he said if you any anywhere where you are, anywhere where you are, look for a yid. And if you, my father said if he has a yarmulke, you'll know it's a yid. But learn to recognize a Jewish face. Because my father knows how to see a Jew anywhere. He could pick, say, he could be anywhere. He says, that's a Yid. My father would always, when, we were, when I would walk with my father, he would say to me, look over here. Without Yom, you see, this is a Yid, that's a Yid, this is a Yid. You have to train yourself to recognize Jews because the world is scary. But there's a Yid, whenever there's a Yid, wherever there's a Yid, whether he's from or he's not, he's not from, if there's a Yid, then go to him, my father said. Just stay with that Yid and go with him. If you're in the city, you're someplace and you're nervous, you're afraid, something scary, then, then look for a Yid and just go with that Yid. That's how I was raised. So Lady Kletsky went with a Yid. And he ended up in plastic bags in the guy's refrigerator. So Leib Kletsky was already brought up in the Mizbech, Michal brings in the Mizbech and Shemayim. The entire Mitzis of that, of that child was brought up, is being brought up on the Mizbech and Shemayim. Ma'ichbas l'chaim anasunim tachas habinyim. That's Leib Kletsky. And that's every single, every single Jew who was ever hurt, who was ever killed. But now, in our time, right now, in Tovshin Ayin Vav, there's a new kasha. Or there, not a new kasha, there's an addendum, there's a Tesefis. To this question of the generations of, of all time, Moshe Rabbeinu Nebi Kiva, the Piazetzna, what the Rabbi was saying, with those who are still alive. Rabbi Shalom, you know that you know that in our communities, Rabbi Shalom, you know that in the five towns since Rosh Hashanah, I don't want to say number, even I know the number because the psychologists and other people that we talk to have explained to me and told me because many times they say that, the, that this person died from something else. He had a heart attack. No, a 22-year-old with a heart attack. It wasn't a heart attack. He killed himself. There are over 70, 70 young people in our communities. I'm not saying just the five towns, although the, there's a very, very heavy amount in the five towns. But since Rosh Hashanah have taken their own lives. But the the Kiddush here that I never ever would have thought if you ever told me this, it would not be possible. The Kiddush here is that these kids killed themselves not because of Mitzrayim, 
Not because of Egyptians. Most of them never met a mitzvah in their lives. They hardly ever met a guy in their lives. It's because of Uncle Fivey, or Beryl, or Schmerl, or the Rebbe Friedman, or Rebbe the Rosa Klein. A chiddush. But here they don't have the luxury of Leibi Kletsky, you understand? Leibi already went, it was, finished the whole thing of ice, it took probably a couple of minutes in Leibi. It was terrible in Leibi, the Shemayim, who the Tzaddikim. But the Rebbe here is talking about those who are still alive, but then the Shamas have been, already have been, they're already dead. They're living in the world like zombies. So like I was saying last night, so no, no. It's a drosha for Tishabov. And after Tishabov, you can like, with a cup of coffee to think about it. The Chalten Besar Beneich. That there's going to come a time where Jews are going to consume the flesh of other Jews. The ones who commit suicide, they, they, they can't take it anymore. They put an end to their misery. But then they're the ones that are living their entire lives with bits of their neshama. Disappearing. And trying to put it together. And what do we say about the parents of these children who the parents of these children. But even if the child is alive, the parents are watching their children live like zombies who don't want to live. They have no simcha sakari. What about Jews consuming the flesh of other Jews who they're married to? How many thousands and thousands of women in our communities? Men also, but thousands and thousands of women, much, much, much more women in our communities, beaten and abused physically, emotionally. Living in beautiful homes. Beautiful home. Twelve bedrooms, swimming pool, tennis court, everything. In our neighborhoods, in our communities, women are buried under the binion. Because of angry men. Some of whom were tortured early in their lives by angry men. <coughs> and they go on the rest of their lives torturing their wives and children. And women who are living takas abinyan. And you see them in the street, they go shopping, smiling, everybody's happy. Takas abinyan. They died already 20 years ago.
So what's Hashem's reply? That's the Tavshin Ayin Vav version that I say with with Arpachad. It's not anything that all of you are not thinking about. So once Moshe Rabbeinu gave up this business of everything being Hashem, 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 and he said, forget about that. So what's Hashem's reply? The Rebbe says, now you will see, the Torah says, now you will see. Out of there. Now you're going to see what I'm going to do to Pyro. Rabbi says, because you have aroused an awareness of the pain of the Jewish people. Therefore, I will no longer have patience with Pyro. And now you will see. That's what keenness is about. To arouse the pain. That's what I was saying last night. To arouse within us this feeling of of the unbearable pain of Jews of what Jews have suffered through and are suffering <clears throat> all in Amunu, all with the belief and all everything all the good stuff that we all believe in but all of keenness is to scream in the name of Hashem's people Let me read to you from Rabbi Nelson's Tevila. There's a country's my other you saw that the rest of the Chaver put out some of the Tevilas and Tevilas on different Yom Tevim, and this is the one on called Nechama Gula. I know many of you have it. It's hard to find your way around with the Tevilas. You have to have a look. So here it brings everything together. Just listen to a couple of sentences. Rabbi Shlomo, Master of the Universe, Molei Rachamim, you're filled with compassion. We want to arouse your compassion for your children. We want your kishkas to be churning and turning over, looking at us. Chus v'chamol v'rachem al sheves pleitas amcha beis Yisrael. Chus v'chamol ha'rachmanis al sheves on what's left. Pleitas amcha beis Yisrael. Molei rachman, you are filled with compassion. We believe it. Eich tuchelis apeh. How do you hold yourself back? How do you hold yourself back from having Rachmanus on these oppressed souls? How do you how do you look at these children? How do you look at them? They're all dying. How do you look at them in the classroom? They're sitting there. They're already dying. They can't stand it. They don't want to be Jews. They don't want to live. So how do you hold yourself back from having Rachmanus on these tormented souls?
on the video, I get people show me videos because they want to want to torture me also. My wife showed me this. There's a guy. Is that you can see? Is a chiddush guy? Because he says off the dayerich. He doesn't say dayerich. He says dayerich. You know, you can't tell when you look at him. He looks like just a, he looks like a, you know, he's like a clean shaven guy, whatever. You can't see whether he's wearing a yarmulke or not. He says in four minutes, like three, four minutes. I, I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about because I don't know how to describe it. He said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." The future generations. He saw this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he said over the whole thing of what we're going through like in three minutes. And he's one of the he's one of the Nafshoisashukas. And this thing was put on in memory of one of the guys that one of the guys that killed himself. You have to see this thing. I don't know where it's found and how to find it. I don't know. This. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You didn't. You don't know this. And I'm not being specific enough. So maybe if one of you knows it, you'll be able to share the information. To it has to be sent to every yeshiva. They have to put up on a screen. I had a half a minute to even do that here today, but I didn't want to start bothering anybody to how to do that and put it together to make a, a screen. This, this ex Chassidisha guy. And he doesn't say anything with there's not an ounce of hatred. No hatred. Because I know that a lot of these guys, they went off and then they kind of, they're angry at everybody. No, no anger, no hatred. Just he says it over, Mamish. Sidam Zach. Sidam Zach. Straight. How do you not have Rachmanis on your on these tormented souls that are they're not dead? They're rolling around, they're in the streets and the marketplaces. They are very, very precious souls. They're usually the most vulnerable, the most gentle. <coughs> because the Rishonim are able to zoom in on those. And they're being thrown out on every street. And Novi Yirmi is crying about these Jews. And where do you see that? Kamesha Kosov. It says, Eicha in Eicha. Eicha, you absorb Yishna Kesematoiv. The gold is dimmed. The finest gold is changed. These are children. They were little children. They're gold. They're golden. Beautiful Jewish children. And the gold is dimmed. The finest gold is changed. It's tarnished. It's made black. Sacred stones are scattered at every street corner. In our yeshivas, in our street corners, Teshtapech na avnei kodesh. 
Berosh kol chutzos. Benet Zion hayikorim. The precious children of Yerushalayim. Benet Zion hayikorim. Hamasuloyim bapaz. That are compared to very expensive fine gold. How are they now lying there and be, they're being treated like earthen jugs, like filthy earthen jugs that some guy made in a shop? He's thrown a garbage can. And this guy in the video is saying, one of the things he says, he talks fast and he says everything. And one of the things he says that when it comes to making all kinds of fancy parliaments and buildings for all kinds of big things. And you got these big, big, big virum and they do wonderful work for all of Kaisal and it's all wonderful. He says it's wonderful. And they get the names here, they put their names there. But when it comes to our resources, to our children, when it comes to drug rehabilitation and alcohol and all these other things, and kids who went through these different sorrows. You know where we have to send And for, for these children, we don't have enough money. The way we get the most money is when the child or a grandchild of a gvir falls into this. Then the money starts to come in. That's what he says. And he's right. Rabbi Shalom, Rabbi the Amakul, Master of all worlds, you and only you know how precious and how holy these souls are of these children of these Jews. These precious stones and the shpochim at the berosh kol that are being thrown berosh kol on the street. The women who speak up are the, Risha, are the Rishantas in our communities. The children who have something to say. Or the father who reports the guy to the police. He's the Russian. The father reported the guy. The father's the Russian. We have to find whether or not... Everybody's asking, what did Rebel Yosef say? Are you allowed to report? It's your kid. You're asking a child, what did Rebel Yosef say? And then the principal of the yeshiva stills, Binala Tamasa. And the guy goes, everybody knows that each one of these Rishoyim, they don't just go after one kid. Every, every professional I've spoken to, a hundred of them will tell you that 95% of these guys are not rehabilitated. They, they don't change. And the guy is doing it to his own children. And when we went to a big person to get help, we were told, don't make a beginning about it. You're going to shame the family. It's a chosh of a family. Choshev meaning, in parentheses, very wealthy. Second parentheses, who are donors. You listening? The Royce Kol Chutzais. Ve'inish ma'asa oisim habaisa. And no one's bringing you into their homes to take care of them. Because the big, big truths that they came up called Rosh Bayes. Like Moshe and Rabbi Kiva, the Piazets, the Rosh Bayes. Who see every Jew as being from their house, from their family. 
of the world. That when they were in this world, there was a tzaddik with a balabayas. He saw every Jewish child, not only his grandson, every Jewish child was, was from his house. And when these tzaddikim in the world, every Jew felt that he's a ben bayis. He has a tzaddik that looks after him. But since the day that they, that they have all disappeared, or they have disappeared, not all, but they, they're disappearing because of our sins. And all of their beauty and their glory has disappeared. And the holy in Hashem's eyes and in our eyes, where a bunch of Novanodnikas are schlepping around. And the While the Nefoshis Yikaras of your people are lying in the streets, dying. Because the Tzadikim of the Balabayish Shal Ha'olam have left the world. Shema Tzadikim Ha'olam Ha'nikroim Reish Ba'is. Goes on this like This is the Tefillah of Tishabov. The B'nai Tzina Yikaram are not only the ones at the time of the Chubim Bezimik. The ones in our own community, the children that we see. And Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, Rabbi Kiva and other Tzidikim taught us that we have the right and the responsibility. And all of Kinas is that right and responsibility to cry on behalf of these, of these Jews, to scream out and to ask, and to say, Hatzalei Tzalt is enough. In my task, what are you going to do? My ichbas lachav, and my nesurim tachas adinim with those who are in this world, but they're crushed onto that building of their, of their memories, of their suffering. And Hashem's book should put an end to all of this suffering. And we should be zayich to see the rosh bayis, to see the tzaddik rosh bayis, that the malkin mishicha, to see the rosh bayis come with all of the chayim. So each and every one of us and each and every Jew will, will, in the world will know that he has a bias. And that he has a bent bias. And that he's part of that household of Hashem's Baruch. Oh, my God.